past Sunday was, of course, Easter Sunday, and so I thought we'd bring you a sermon from one of the clergy in our diocese. So for this episode, we'll get to listen to Suze Kate, the rector of Holy Trinity Episcopal Church in Clemson, South Carolina, bring the message. Hope you enjoy this episode of Make, Equip, and Send, the stories that shape EDUSC. Easter hymn is one that we almost never sing. The text of the hymn is ancient. It was written about a thousand years ago. In our hymnal, it's set to a tune that is almost plaintive. It's certainly more haunting than the usual triumphant Easter fanfare. And I suppose that's why we don't sing it very much. The text is addressed to Mary Magdalene. It begins with, lift your voice rejoicing, Mary. Christ is risen from the tomb. Mary stands, stunned, in front of that empty tomb. She doesn't yet understand what has happened, but the hymn anticipates the joy to come as each of the three stanzas conclude with the exhortation, Let your alleluias rise. All Mary knows is that her dear friend and teacher, the one she knows is special, holy somehow, has been killed, executed in a horrible fashion. And now she has come to offer her final loving service of preparing his body. Imagine what this meant. Coming to clean and wrap a body three days dead. Mary comes expecting to find the mutilated, decaying body of Jesus. I can only imagine that she must have been stealing her nerves for what she would encounter in that tomb. For the sight and the smell of that horror. But as it turns out, the horror was something totally different. They have taken away my Lord, and I do not know where they have laid him. My favorite Easter hymn continues. Raise your weary eyelids, Mary. See him living evermore. See his countenance, how gracious. See the wounds for you he bore. All the glory of the morning pales before those wounds redeeming. Let your alleluias rise. And Mary does raise her weary, weary eyelids, weary from watching Jesus die, weary from all those hours of weeping. Mary was one of the few who stayed with Jesus to the bitter end. Suddenly she sees Jesus standing there, and her tragedy-benumbed brain can't even begin to comprehend what she sees. 
Life is yours forever, Mary, for the light has come once more, and the strength of death is broken. Now your songs of joy outpour. Ended now the night of sorrow. Love has brought the blessed morrow. Let your alleluias rise. I have a friend in Tennessee whose name is Mary. A few years ago, her father died on Tuesday of Holy Week. Her mother died on Maundy Thursday. Mary carried a double burden of grief as she went to church that Easter morning. This Easter hymn is for her. Mary joined the small congregation to which she belongs as they let their alleluias rise on that Easter morning. Mary in Tennessee was able to let her alleluias rise because she has met the risen Christ and has been called by name. For her, the cry, Alleluia, Christ is risen, carries special, special joy. I have a friend in Florida named Dan, and he, like all too many, is watching his wife's health and beauty and wit and humor slowly dissolve into the blankness of dementia. He is carrying a heavy load of weariness as he goes to church this Easter morning, as I know he did. This Easter song is for him. I know that Dan joined the good people of his church as they let their alleluias rise. And Dan in Florida can say these alleluias because he knows that in Christ, God has shown a love that overcomes all tribulation. And for him too, the cry, alleluia, Christ is risen, is a special joy. I have a friend in North Carolina whose marriage has fallen apart because of her addiction to alcohol. Her kids are estranged from her. Shelly is carrying a heavy burden of guilt and regret for the mess that her life is in. She too, I know, joined with her church family this Easter morning as they let their alleluias rise. And Shelley can sing alleluias because she knows that Christ has given her the key to overcoming all the pain and disease and futility of her life with courage and mercy and peace. And for her, the cry, alleluia, Christ is risen, carries that special joy. Perhaps you have come here today bearing a weight of grief or burden of guilt or fear. The glory of this day lies in the assurance that following the dark night of weeping, resurrection broke the power of death and sorrow and guilt. And out of that darkness, we emerge into the same old world ravaged by conflict and shadowed by fear. 
as we saw all too horrifically today, as churches and hotels were bombed in Sri Lanka. And yet, because Christ has been raised, it is also entirely new, this world of ours, freshly infused with divine possibility and sparkling with the promise of a creator determined to redeem our burdens and pain and sorrow in God's perfect love. The promise of Easter is that the light can come once more to overcome our darkness, and life is ours forevermore. And for us, too, the cry, Alleluia, Christ is risen, carries that special joy. The resurrection began a movement in the universe. It enhanced our access to the flow of God's love. God's love that flows from the cross and from the empty tomb. We are filled with that love, each of us. Whether we know it or not, we are filled with that love down to the, every atom of our being. Each of us carries within us the light that overcomes darkness. And it is our task to see that light in each other and to help each other recognize that the light we carry is divine. It is the light of Christ. And each of us does carry it. Every human being does as we are created in the image of our God. I recently had an overwhelming experience of seeing the light of Christ in every human being around me. It happened in all places in the Atlanta airport. I was traveling with a group of friends from Holy Trinity, all women, come to think of it. We had gotten up very early in the morning to begin our journey, and several hours into the trip, I was feeling the need to walk. And as I walked the length of Concourse B, I prayed for the people passing by, each one of them. And there were a lot of people there. Somehow, I slipped into the flow of God's love for each one of them. And I experienced a shift in my perception of the crowds of people at each gate. Some of them were jockeying for position in boarding lines. Some were hurrying anxiously to a far-off gate. Some were struggling to hold on to bags and children and stuffed animals in the crowded concourse. And some went whizzing by on those carts that I always kind of wish I could hop onto, but I never have yet. I saw weary Marys. I saw weary Dans. I saw weary Shelleys on that concourse. I even saw one or two weary Suzes. All of us, every single one of us, bearing some burden of sin or sorrow or pain, maybe even just weariness. And all of us, every one of us, bearing also the light of Christ. 
And suddenly, I was aware of walking through a Christ-soaked world, to use the language of my favorite Franciscan, Richard Rohr. And in that Christ-soaked world, I saw the light and love of Christ radiant in the people around me. And I realized that I'm filled with that same light and love, something I've known here in my head for a long time. But now every cell in my body vibrated with that love for just a moment. I was in love with everybody around me. I think that may be as close to Christ as I have ever been. I was filled with that love that triumphs over my sin and sorrow, and love that triumphs over your sin and sorrow, love that triumphs over the sins and sorrows of all this world. even for those people in Sri Lanka today. Every Sunday, we remember the Easter joy of meeting Jesus. We might come to church sad or angry or confused, but if we listen and watch and pay close attention to those stories of God's love for God's people, and if we bring our whole hearts to the sharing of communion. We will be filled with that flow of love poured out from the cross and the empty tomb. And we can hear Jesus call us and be filled with joy. You know what's really, really wonderful? Is that we have our whole lives to figure out what that Easter joy mystery means. And we can share our joy with the whole world. And Jesus sends us to do just that, just like he sent Mary Magdalene on that long ago Easter morning, to be the first apostle to proclaim, Alleluia, Christ is risen. The Lord is risen let our alleluias rise one more time. Alleluia. Our help is in the name of the Lord. and grace of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit be upon you and remain with you forever.